Hi, I'm Wendy Francis, nutrition therapist, emotional eating expert, and entrepreneur. I've helped countless people overcome their obsession with food and weight. Isn't it time you overcame what you had become and ignite who you were meant to be? Your time to become an overcomer starts now. Welcome to another episode of Overcoming Your Emotional Eating. You're going to hear me dive into understanding, adapting, changing your patterns of overeating around this holiday time. And this episode will be no different as I dive into understanding more about how you eat during Thanksgiving and ways that you can help yourself best as you move into this holiday season. Take a listen. And if you love what you hear, please share it with a friend and rate and review this podcast so we can continue to provide you quality and value and continue to help you overcome your emotional eating. Now, here we are. It is November 18th, which on many levels, I cannot believe. We are in the throes now of what I consider the holiday season. We are kind of full-blown into the holiday season. In my mind, many people are starting to plan their holiday gatherings, to look at Thanksgiving week next week. Are you traveling? Are you staying at home? Do you celebrate that day? Do you celebrate the day after? Lots and lots of things uh, are beginning to occur at this point in time. And so I look at it as being in the throes of the holiday time period. Um, And so happy, happy holidays, everybody. And and off we go to the races. Um, This is the time of year that I know gets really busy for many people. And for my clients over the last 26 years, I've found that having issues with food doesn't take a break. In fact, it only ramps up. And if you're trying to lose weight and you have any facet of emotional eating, this culmination between Halloween, Thanksgiving, a variety of uh, Hanukkah, Christmas, variety of other December holidays, and and then (laughs) January 1st or December 31st, um, New Year's, all of these things really um, spiral into food situation after food situation after food situation. And even if you don't have any fasted emotional eating and it's just a logistical perspective, there are lots of different decisions to be made around food over the course of the next six weeks. And I'm here to help lighten that load from an emotional perspective, a psychological perspective, and a logistical perspective. Tonight, my call will go a little bit more logistically as you've got about a week and a half to plan and prepare for Thanksgiving Day. Some of you uh, at this point now know where you're going to be that day, what it's going to look like, what it's looked like for you in the past. And if you haven't had uh, real good Thanksgiving days when it comes to your eating, then I want this year to be different for you. I want you to feel empowered. I want you to embrace the entire day of Thanksgiving not just eating the food and looking for the food and 
what else are we having next and feeling out of control. I want it to be about the day and about connection and about forethought and about empowerment. And I want you all to feel as you want to feel throughout that day. So tonight, I'm going to focus on some logistical pieces when it comes to Thanksgiving. And we're going to open that up. Last week, I, I opened up and uh, at the end of last week's call to say if there's certain recipes that you have that you're not sure what you can do with next week to bring them on tonight's call um, so that I can help work with those too. I'll be talking about some recipes as well. And we just have released our uh, holiday survival guide. So many of the doctors have those different survival guides um, for you to look at. And I'll be mentioning some of those recipes tonight too. But first, I wanted to talk about some other things that you might be able to do on Thanksgiving. I, I find that so often, depending on how you were raised and what life was like for you growing up, it's we fall into a rut when it comes to holidays. Now, there's tradition, which is beautiful and lovely, and then there's what I call a rut. And what I want for you all to think about is what's the traditions you want to hold on to that serve you, and what are the traditions that move you into a rut? For example, I, I, <laughs> the family I used to attend Thanksgiving with when I was younger, I would go to their house, and everybody would kind of eat for hours. It was um, nonstop. Uh, me being raised as a, as a single uh, only child, um, we didn't have Thanksgivings like that. So this family I went into kind of ate the, you know, the entire afternoon and then sat in front of the TV and watched football games and then ate some more. And it was, a, it was an eye-opener for me as to what tradition versus ritual versus rut might look like. And so what I want to bring you is some ideas, some differences, things that you might incorporate this year to see if you like them, things that we might not always think about um, or that we might go, oh, maybe next year. For example, I see all over the place turkey trots. You know, these 5Ks, sometimes they're 3Ks, the morning of Thanksgiving that you can go out and walk or run in a variety of different settings. If you have a turkey trot in your area, which I think is a cute name, check it out. It does, you don't have to run them. You can walk them. But it builds a sense of camaraderie. It can get you out. It can make your routine different that day. And definitely moving your body in the morning can really set you up from a serotonin and endorphin perspective for the day. So there, are, there is a lot of research on exercise and how it fuels our brain and how it changes our biochemistry. And so if you have a hard time on Thanksgiving being in a slump, feeling down, getting into a rut with that day, or feeling less empowered with your food, don't think of the walk or the turkey trot as a way to burn those calories and, move, you know, and make sure you exercise. What if we're about, what if it were more about community, camaraderie, and moving your body so that you shift that brain chemistry for the day? So I love those turkey trots. It does bring people together, and they're not all runners. There's a lot of people that do turkey trots nowadays that just kind of want to get out of the house in the morning. So consider something like that, or maybe compiling if you've got a ton of family coming into town, 
then maybe a bunch of the women or a bunch of the men go for a walk or there's a hike close to your house that you can take. You know, allowing yourselves to form small group circles that you go out for a walk together to help each other connect in the morning after you have a nice healthful meal because you do not want to skip breakfast on Thanksgiving. Contrary to popular belief, do not have a light breakfast. Do not skip your breakfast altogether because all that is is a setup. You want to make sure that you keep your meals intact. So that's really important, right? So having your breakfast and maybe doing something as a community. It could also be that there may be, I mean, I know in our area there's a, a place that does morning tennis or pickleball, something fun that you've never tried if you've got family coming into town. Go and do something different. Have, do something fun and play a little bit like a kid again. Some of you know that have been on the calls that they've taken back tennis, which I haven't ever played in my life, except to hit the ball around. But I've taken it up because I wanted to play again. I wanted to just play. And so what if you just went out that morning and played? And it doesn't mean you have to be good or you have to get a lesson or you have to do this or have the clothing or whatever. But go and play that morning and see what that feels like. Another idea that I love um, is going and volunteering. If you have uh, an association in your area that needs volunteers, whether it be a senior center, many seniors in homes over Thanksgiving and Christmas, or if they don't have family in town that can't make it into town, it's a very sad situation. And that's a true way that you can give back is, you know, going into a senior home, whether it's helping them with their meals, sitting with them, bringing them something that they can look at, a magazine, uh, and just providing some, you know, gratitude for what you have and the fact that your body may move right now and theirs may not, and, and, and sitting with them uh, is a great thing to do on that day. You can also go and serve meals to the homeless or a variety of other shelters. I also know on many holidays, Ronald McDonald houses are looking for volunteers. If you don't know what a Ronald McDonald house is, check it out online. It's not it's run by the McDonald's Corporation, not the McDonald's restaurant. Very different. <laughs> um, but they do some amazing work with families of children who are chronically ill in hospitals. And the Ronald McDonald house actually offers people free stays that they can stay in these houses for free while their child is receiving treatment at a hospital. And so they're constantly looking for people to come in and make meals for family members as their children are being, you know, be getting help in uh, the adjacent hospital, whatever that might be to them. So maybe reaching out into your community and doing something like that. If for some reason, you can't get out of your house. One of the other things you can do in that morning or the day before is organize your kitchen, which I know sounds very odd, but one of the things that starts to happen as we get ready for uh, Thanksgiving and other holidays that revolve a little bit more around food is that the kitchen turns upside down. We've got this over here and that over there. We're not sure where we can find everything. Take a half a, you know, a couple of hours and, you know, organize it. Get a girlfriend in there or if your family comes in town, hey, can you help me organize the pantry? Because one, it's going to feel better, less cluttered. I just read a huge study that was done 
um, for teenagers actually on their room being messed up and how many teenagers have cluttered rooms, which can actually defragment their minds, um, which was interesting. And when I think about us as adults, our rooms tend to stay fairly clean, uh, at least compared to what I've seen in my home compared to my teenagers. But our pantry or um, our refrigerator is what, where the clutter can come. So take some time to organize that and, and see, you know, as that opens up your area in that place, how that feels as you begin cooking that day and prepping. As I mentioned last week, have some prep parties earlier in the week. Do a cooking party that day so on, on Thanksgiving so that you have some people that you're doing some camaraderie with. One of the other things I love, instead of just focusing on the food, think about the decorations on how you want the whole table to look. What is the ambiance? You know, if you have a place that you can walk out and get flowers that morning, can you put fresh flowers around the house and make it look beautiful? Can you put some essential oils around the house if you enjoy that? What music do you want to play? You know, think about all of the other ways that we can incorporate our senses into that day. And so use that to decorate the table, make a theme centerpiece. You can get other people involved in this if you have children. Children are great at looking at, oh, I want this at the table and this at the table. So, you know, get a, get a sense of what all of that can be and enjoy the other parts of the table besides just food. Yeah, so it becomes about the whole experience as opposed to just the food. And then think about connection. In which way do you want to connect on this day? Obviously, I spoke about turkey trots or walks or hikes or playing a game together. Those are all ways that we connect. After the meal, you can do you know, some of those same things if you've got some things in your area. It's a perfect time to maybe get out of the house and go to a movie or do something of that nature that you find uh, enjoyable with your family, right? And then, or you can do things inside your house like play charades, have a Monopoly off, so get a Monopoly game and, and, and play together. Um, or you can get a variety of different card games. So what does that look like in a way to connect? not around food, but around fun. And so what does that look like for the day? The other thing that I pulled up that I thought was amazing, uh, an amazing idea, and I'm actually going to do this where I'm going this year, uh, is to do a thankful tree. So since it's Thanksgiving, one of the things we really forget about is the thanks part of Thanksgiving. And giving thanks on that day, and not just in the moment before you break red, but this, but giving thanks throughout the day in different ways. So this one idea was to create a thankful tree. So on one wall in your house, uh, just taking double-sided tape and uh, note cards. And when anybody walks through your door, they write down what they're most thankful for. And you actually create a tree on the wall that you can read as you go through that day and later on, which I thought was amazing. Have, finding other ideas that you can do during that day to really figure out how to give thanks. 
So that could be, you know, a thankful jar. Uh, and so that's taking a big jar, everybody putting in something they're thankful for, and then right before the meal, pulling out that, that thankful, you know, what you see in that thankful jar, um, that gratitude tree activity, or something also fun as a brown bag thankful guest off. So when people walk in, they put their, what they're thankful for on a note card, you put it in a bag. When you pull it out later, either right after the meal or right before the meal, you list off what it is, and then people try and guess who that person is that was thankful for that. I thought that was super fun, um, in my opinion. So think about creative ways that you can play and really be thankful in that play because that's what it's all about, right? And we forget, I even forget, the thanks in the Thanksgiving. And so find some creative ways to do that. Now, without further ado, so think about that. Now, you've got plenty of time to get all the supplies you need, crafts, board games. What are you going to do in the house? Is there a tennis game going on that day you can go and play or pickleball game or um, a hike, a great hike you haven't ever been on that you want to go on? Find all those things this week. So you've got a great plan for that day. And don't take it all on yourself. Let people help you with that, right? You've got family coming in town Say, here's what I want to do. I have some great ideas. Who wants to help find the hike? Who wants to pick out the movie for the night? Who wants to do this? So that everybody's doing a little bit of something, and you've got a great time together in even connecting around what you're going to connect around. And at this point now, we've got to talk about the food, right? Because I know it's Thanksgiving, and I know we want to give thanks, and I know that the reality is, is the history around this day does encompass the food. I am going to tell you, however, that the Native Americans uh, and, and us, when we had this first day celebration, it really did take all day. It really did take all day to make the food. It doesn't anymore because <laughs> we have a lot more pre-prepped things that are done. But roast turkey is definitely on plan and really, really helpful. So that's easy to keep in your repertoire on Thanksgiving. Cranberry sauce. You don't have to add sugar. You can add some stevia. You can add some xylitol. Uh, depending on which, which you like, and you can play with that. Add some cinnamon and maybe some grated orange to that, and it's a great healthful way to get some fruit in. So that's something that you can have on plan. You can also do a low-carb green bean casserole, um, and so that's very easy. If you take the green beans that you'd usually use, you could do some frozen green beans and some onion some garlic and butter, maybe a little bit of half and half and mushrooms and black pepper. And you can put those all together and you're going to bake those. Um, and that can be, that is still on plan. So you see, that's easy, right? So there isn't a whole lot uh, to kind of go uphill with respect to this meal. Also thinking about maybe doing a really great, uh, bountiful, healthful vegetable soup before dinner. For lots of reasons, one, to get those extra vegetables in that you might need during this day. Um, most people 
we'll do a salad on Thanksgiving, but it's usually more of a mayonnaise-based salad, I find. If you can get a good healthy salad on the table, it's a great way to add extra vegetables. If you live in a, a cold weather climate, having a nice vegetable soup before the meal is also excellent, a great way to add in those veggies. Deviled eggs are on plan. So, you know, you can use veggies, some paprika, a little bit of salt, and you've got an easy, healthful deviled egg um, option. And instead of using sweet potatoes, remember butternut squash, because butternut squash is on plan. And you can make a great butternut squash soup. You can make a baked butternut squash. There's lots and lots of recipes out there with butternut squash. So take a look at those for things that are on plan, uh, because that's an easy way. You can also do zucchini noodles as well as mashed no-tatoes. So if you take cauliflower and um, you go ahead and steam that until it's soft and then chop it, put in a fruit processor, blend it with some butter and salt and pepper and garlic, it makes a great whipped potato or what looks like potato, but it's actually cauliflower. And so you can have your roast turkey, your cauliflower mashed potatoes, and some salad, and you're still on plan. So this, so Thanksgiving can be fairly easy. We also have something that's coming out called a mock sweet potato casserole um, that I found that I really loved. And that's actually met, made with cauliflower and pumpkin. Pumpkin is actually on plan. So you can do a few things with pumpkin. If you use some stevia, if you don't use a lot of sugar, um, but you can use cauliflower and pumpkin, some stevia, eggs, salt, butter, cinnamon, nutmeg, ginger, and some cloves, and you can mix them together and make a really nice, a really nice blend of it and go ahead and have that with your meal also. Conversely, as a dessert, I know lots of people are like, well, what, what can I eat after the meal? Everyone's going to be eating a variety of different things, and I feel like I'm going to have nothing. Well, it's not really true. There are pumpkin pies that are on plan. There are apple, Granny Smith apple pies that are on plan that are easy to make, um, and you can use a real healthful, like an almond crust, because it doesn't contain that much almond. It's just going to add an extra fat. And you can put in that pumpkin puree, pumpkin spice, some eggs, and a little bit of stevia, and some almond milk. There's a lot of those recipes online, and that's an easy, healthful thing on plan. So you, in fact, can have that dessert, and you would count that as, you know, a vegetable, a protein, and a healthy fat, depending on how that recipe works. You can also do baked apples. This is the season for apples, right? So bake those apples, apple slices, cored apples. You can do apples in the oven um, with some cinnamon and stevia, and it's really well received by a lot of people. It doesn't have to be just your diet dessert. So open up to all of those different options because they are on plan. You can also do a peach compote in the recipe book. We have a peach compote that pairs really well with a Thanksgiving dinner because it's similar to a peach pie. We also, uh, in our recipe book, have a, a protein uh, pancake dessert option. And you can make that into a full-fledged dessert by adding those fruits to the top of that. You might put a little bit of, of uh, coconut milk cream on top, and it's quite a nice, healthful dessert. 
that you can use as well. So think outside of the box this Thanksgiving when it comes to your food. Think about what's on plan and then get creative and, um, and move that into what you can do with your food table so that you can enjoy this meal and still remain on plan and feel healthy and know that you're empowered. Thanks for listening. If you like this podcast, share it with a friend, rate, review, and subscribe. You never know who you'll help become the next overcomer.